Welcome to the Paranormal Factor Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Wright. Thanks for stopping by. This is the place to explore mysteries, investigate the otherworldly, and share stories of the inexplicable and the strange. You see, within the realm of our daily, ordinary lives, there is a paranormal factor always waiting to reveal itself. So let's begin exploring together the truly weird. Welcome, listeners, and thanks for stopping by. I'm glad you could join me for this new episode where we take a look at mysterious black dogs that have been seen over the centuries and and have a strong rooting in folklore, especially in the United Kingdom. But before we start, as a reminder, please be sure to take a look at the Paranormal Factor podcast Facebook page. Every single day, Monday through Friday, there's new paranormal and supernatural material for you to check out. Fans of the show know it's the best place to find monsters, quizzes, film, TV, and book recommendations, and current paranormal news stories from around the world. Now, on to our episode. A terrifying creature haunts the British consciousness, a phantom that many have long feared to meet late at night on quiet, solitary paths in secluded city alleys or on gloomy, isolated moors. This creature, or specter, is an abnormally large black dog with burning red eyes. Sometimes it will attack. Sometimes catching sight of it foreshadows death or tragedy. And occasionally, just occasionally, the black dog may be helpful, shepherding lost travelers or guarding people from harm. Sometimes the dog is headless. Sometimes it simply appears in front of you ominously. At other times it follows you or pads around you, Sometimes you may hear the sound of dangling chains. Sometimes this beast is silent. At other times, packs of black dogs race over the moors, barking and howling in a frenzied hunt. The creature is associated with electrical storms and is notorious for haunting crossroads, prisons, and the sites of gallows. And the creature has worked its way into Britain's literature with Emily and Branwell Bronte, Bram Stoker, Arthur Conan Doyle, and J.K. Rowling, among those inspired by these black dog legends. While these manifestations of the black dog have had their dissimilarities, they no doubt represent variations of the same haunting manifestation. The hulking, burning-eyed hound, whose apparition has long been dreaded. Black dogs are by far the most common of reported supernatural dogs in Northern Europe. They're found in Brittany and Scandinavia, as well as England, Scotland, and Wales. A black dog is big, said to be bigger than a normal dog, often reported to be the size of a large calf, with a shaggy black coat and glowing, sometimes fiery, eyes. They are usually solitary. Some are dangerous and some are not. Black dogs fall into various categories according to their behavior. What is certain? Tales of these spectral black dogs have provoked fear and anxiety for those seeing them for years. The black dog is a supernatural, spectral, or even demonic entity originating from English folklore that has also been seen throughout Europe and the Americas. It's usually unnaturally large, with glowing red or yellow eyes, is often connected with the devil as a personification of the hellhound, and is sometimes an omen of death. 
black dogs are generally regarded as sinister or malevolent, and a few are said to be directly harmful. However, some black dogs, such as the Gert dog, are said to behave benevolently. They may act as guardian black dogs, guiding travelers at night onto the right path or protecting them from danger. The origins of the black dog are difficult to determine. It's unclear whether this creature originated as a Celtic or Germanic legend, but the elements are murky. They are generally said to appear at night, and they are distinguished from normal flesh-and-blood black dogs by various features. Unlike ordinary dogs, the eyes are large and glowing. Sometimes it has only one eye, and it's said to have an ability to disappear or appear out of thin air or into and out of the ground. And strangely, they have been reported to have no head, two heads, or the ability to change their size or appearance. Black dogs are most often seen on roads or other places where people move from one place to another, including footpaths, bridges, crossroads, gates, doors, stairs, and corridors. Another common location for the black dogs is graveyards, leading some people to suspect that these dogs tend to haunt spirit paths. Historical accounts of malevolent black dogs can be found in almost every county in England. These nighttime entities were variously described as apparitions, hellhounds, and shapeshifters, and were often associated with witchcraft or the devil himself. The following are some of the more frequent iterations of black dogs. Black Shuck while many other legends of black demonic dogs are recorded in English folklore, the Black Shuck is usually considered the most infamous. Black Shuck is the name given to a ghostly black dog believed to be a hellhound that roams the coastline and countryside of East Anglia. On the 4th of August, 1577, at Holy Trinity Church in Blythburg, about seven miles from Leiston in Suffolk, there was a strange and horrifying attack. It was a Sunday, and there was a terrible thunderstorm, and the village was being hit hard by rain, hail, thunder, and lightning. Storms were always greatly feared during this period because most houses were built of thatch and timber, making it possible for a single lightning strike to catch an entire town on fire. As the people knelt in fear and prayed to God for mercy, their church was suddenly invaded. There was a massive clap of thunder, and the doors to the church burst open. A large dog with thick black fur and burning red eyes as large as plates came crashing into the congregation. This hellhound killed a man and a boy, and the steeple crashed through the roof. Apparently satisfied with the chaos caused, the beast fled, but not before leaving scorch marks from its claws on the church door. The hellhound then departed to St. Mary's Church 12 miles away in Bungay, where it continued its violence. The St. Mary's Church brutality was described in the pamphlet A Strange and Terrible Wonder by Reverend Abraham Fleming. According to Fleming, the black dog, or the devil in its likeness, ran through the church. The dog then attacked two people kneeling in prayer. It snapped both their necks in a clear backward break, killing them instantly. Like at Blytheburg, the demon dog left scorch marks on the door of St. Mary's, which are still visible today. Historian W.A. Dutt also wrote about Black Shuck in his 1901 book, Highways and Byways, set in East Anglia. He takes the form of a huge black dog. 
and prowls along dark lanes and lonesome field pathways, where, although his howling makes the hearer's blood run cold, his footfalls make no sound, Dutt wrote. Gabriel Hounds Gabriel Hounds are dogs with human heads, jeez, that's terrifying, that fly high through the air, what? And are often heard but seldom seen. So, basically, a human-headed invisible dog that can fly, holy cats. They sometimes hover over a house, and this is taken as a sign that death or misfortune will befall those who reside within. They are also known as Gabriel Ratchets, a ratchet being a hound that hunts by scent, gavel ratchets, and sky yelpers due to the yelping sounds they make. The Yeth Hound and Wished Hounds The Yeth Hound is a black dog found in Devon folklore. Bizarrely, the Yeth Hound is a headless dog, said to be the spirit of an unbaptized child that rambles through the woods at night making wailing noises. Is it just me, or is a headless, wailing black dog roaming the woods at night like ultra creepy. It may have been one inspiration for the ghost dog in the Sherlock Holmes tale, The Hound of the Baskervilles, by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. The story describes an enormous coal-black hound, but not such a hound as mortal eyes have ever seen, with fire in his eyes and breath. The wished hounds are a related phenomenon, and some folklorists regard them as identical to the Yeth hounds. Wisman's Wood on Dartmoor in southern Devon is said to be the home of the wished hounds as they make their hunting forays across the moor. The road known as the Abbot's Way and the Valley of the Dewerstone are preferred haunts of the hounds. Their huntsman is presumably the devil. The Bargast The Bargast, which can be found in the folklore of Yorkshire and northeast England, is a black dog that is always an omen of death. The Barkist has dark, thick, matted fur and burning red eyes. The sound of rattling chains sometimes accompanies the appearance of this hellish hound. It is said if the Barkist lays down at the threshold of a home, someone in that house will soon die. If a person of importance is about to die, the Barkist will appear and all the other dogs of the area will be drawn towards it. The dogs then fall behind the Barkist in a sort of canine funeral procession, howling and barking mournfully. If the Barkist, while leading its solemn parade, is obstructed by a person, it will gouge them with its claws, leaving wounds that will never heal. A Barkist is thought to haunt a remote gorge named Troller's Gill in Yorkshire. A Barkist is also said to roam Whitby, a coastal town where the black dog roams the moors. If anyone is unlucky enough to hear its chilling howl at night, it means death is coming for them. Hellhounds In some stories, these black dogs are depicted as hellhounds. A hellhound is described as a phantom canine, but considerably larger than an average dog. Their fur is a deep black, and their eyes glow in an unnatural appearance like flames, glowing a fiery red through the darkness. Hellhounds also smell of smoke, fire, brimstone, and death. It is not uncommon for their fur to be matted with blood, soot, or ash. Features attributed to hellhounds include terrifying supernatural strength and speed and ghostly characteristics such as the ability to become invisible. In addition, hellhounds have fire-based abilities and their paw prints scorch the ground where they walk. In folklore, 
Hellhounds are said to haunt cemeteries, crossroads, execution sites, and abandoned ruins. They are ravenous, tenacious, and intelligent. Once the hound has the scent of its target, it has it for life and will never give up the hunt until one or the other is dead, or unless its demonic master calls it off. Hellhounds will often physically rip their victims to shreds in order to collect their souls. In some cases, however, their mere presence is enough to literally scare people to death. So your chances if you run into a hellhound, well, they aren't too good, I'm afraid. Though mainly based in England, black dog folklore has spread to other parts of the British Isles and other parts of the world. In Scotland, the muckle black tyke is a black dog that is said to preside at the witch's Sabbath and is suspected to be the devil himself. In Wales, the black dog counterpart is the dog of darkness, a frightful apparition of a black mastiff with menacing breath and blazing red eyes. And black dogs have been seen in mainland Europe as well. The earliest known report of a black dog, in fact, was in France in 856, when one was said to have materialized in a church even though the doors were shut. The church grew dark as it padded up and down the aisle, as if looking for someone, the legend says. The dog then vanished as suddenly as it had appeared. On mainland Normandy, a large black dog wanders the streets of Bayeux on winter nights as a phantom, gnawing on bones and dragging chains along with it. Old Red Eyes, or the Beast of Flanders, was a spirit reported in Flanders, Belgium in the 18th century who would take the form of a large black dog with fiery red eyes. In Wallonia, in the southern region of Belgium, folktales mentioned the Chained Hound, a demonic dog bound with a long chain roaming the fields at night. And in Germany and the Czech lands, it was said that the devil would appear in the form of a large black dog. Black dogs with fiery eyes are reported throughout Latin America as well, from Mexico to Argentina under a variety of names, including the Perro Negro in Mexico, Cadejo in Central America, the Dog Familiar in Argentina, and the Lobezon in Paraguay and Argentina. They are usually said to be either incantations of the devil or a shape-shifting sorcerer. Black dog folklore likely spread with the English after the colonization of America, and there are accounts of sightings of black dogs in North America. The legend of a small black dog has persisted in Meriden, Connecticut since the 19th century. The dog is said to haunt the Hanging Hills, a series of rock ridges and gorges that serve as a popular recreation area. The first non-local account came from W.H.C. Pinchon in the Connecticut Quarterly in which it is described as a death omen. A New England black dog tale comes from southeastern Massachusetts in the area known by some as the Bridgewater Triangle. In the mid-1970s, the town of Abington was reportedly terrorized by a large black dog that caused a panic. A local fireman saw it attacking horses. Local police unsuccessfully searched for it. At first, they didn't see the black dog, but eventually a police officer sighted the dog walking along train tracks and shot at it. Apparently, the bullets had no effect on the animal and it walked off, never seen again. In the lore of long-haul truckers, seeing a black dog with red eyes in your peripheral vision is a sign of a fatal crash being imminent and that you should pull off the road immediately.
More on that in a bit. So there is a long history of black dog legends, but there are also more contemporary sightings as well. So let's dig into some of those. A wide variety of ominous or hellish supernatural dogs occur in mythologies around the world, as we've seen. They are not specific to any one place. There have been recent sightings in Connecticut, Kentucky, Louisiana, Ohio, and even Vilsack, Germany, often in or near cemeteries. Specific encounters are many. Black dog accounts typically involve lonely countryside roads and the witness is virtually always alone when the encounter happens. A black dog story most often involves the person hearing the dog approaching and then seeing it. They then realize by virtue of its size, frightening appearance and unusual features that it is not a normal dog. Its approach usually causes the person to flee or hide, but more normally the black dog follows the person for a while before disappearing or moving into a gap in a hedge or a bend in the road. There are a few accounts where the black dog was seen by the occupants running alongside of a vehicle, and there are a few stories of them being seen indoors and then disappearing after leaving a room. It's striking how many encounters are from the 20th century and as recent as the last few decades. Truckers and Black Dogs Every trucker on the road has heard the legend of the black dog. The black dog supposedly comes when a truck driver has been driving too long and starts to fall asleep at the wheel. He or she will see the phantom creature running toward the truck just before a crash. The apparition causes the driver to steer off the road or into traffic and results in an accident that may kill the truck driver or an innocent person. Many truckers tell of their encounters. The following two confrontations are from Overdrive Online. I just saw the dog a few times after driving too long without sleeping. Two nights in a row with only three hours of sleep each time. It was not a clearly formed image but moved across my field of vision. I was a team driver back in 09. It was very early morning, like 1 or 2 a.m. I had driven to just about the end of my shift when I saw a dog running at me as fast as I was driving. It crossed the entire highway and ran directly under my driver's side wheel. While I screamed so loud, it scared the hell out of my teammate who was sleeping at the time. I was right near an exit and took the off-ramp. I pulled into the truck stop at the end of the ramp and was expecting to see blood everywhere. Well, there was nothing at all. My teammate thought that I was crazy, but I know what I saw. I parked and I didn't drive anymore that night. The black dog is real, and I will never forget it. The Demon Dog of Valle Crucis Valle Crucis is a small, unincorporated town in the Appalachian Mountains of North Carolina. St. John's Episcopal Church, founded in 1860, is just outside of town. The church has a graveyard that is the reported home of a hellhound. A recent story tells of two college students driving past the church in the dead of night. They said a black hulking shape jumped out from behind a tombstone and leaped into the road in front of their car. The driver slammed on the brakes, sending the car into a screeching stop on the side of the road. To their horror in front of them stood a snarling, large black dog, the size of a man with burning red eyes. The creature growled and started walking toward the car. The driver hit the gas and sped around the terrifying hound. As they sped down the road, the driver looked in the rearview mirror to see the dog giving chase. Even worse, it was gaining on them. 
As they sped across a bridge just down the road from the cemetery, the dog stopped. It turned and faded into the darkness. The legend of the hellhound is still very active in the small Carolina town. The Ghost Dog of Brereton In 1972, Nigel Lee saw something very strange. As he was driving across the Shannock Chase in England, he saw a bright light fall from the night sky. As he watched in amazement, a large black dog with yellow eyes stepped out from the light. After staring at Lee for a few moments, it walked toward the forest and disappeared into the trees. By the 1980s, there were enough sightings of the beast to earn it the name, the Ghost Dog of Brereton. It was always described as large and black and was noted to have the chilling habit of vanishing into thin air. The Maryland Snarly Yow On the west side of South Mountain in Washington County, Maryland, travelers have come across a huge black dog. It is said to be almost shadow-like with large glowing eyes and a fierce red mouth. It has been seen from Boonesboro, Maryland to Harper's Ferry, West Virginia. Initially, locals thought it was just a farmer's dog, but it became clear it was far too large to be an ordinary dog. One man in the late 1800s recounted how he came across the strange dog late one night. It stood in the middle of the road and would not let him pass. Then, horrifyingly, it stretched until it covered the road from one side to the other. In a show of either supreme foolishness or extreme bravery, the man attacked the dog. However, his attempted blows went right through it. The dog attacked, biting and scratching him before finally bounding away. When he returned home, the man found not a single scratch, bruise, or bite mark on his person. On another occasion, a preacher was confronted by the dog at night. Having a rifle, the preacher took aim and shot at the monster dog. He reported the bullet seemed to pass right through it, causing no harm at all. More recently, in a frightening encounter, a couple was driving along a road in the area and struck a large black dog. They actually heard the sounds of bones crunching and felt the thump of a body underneath their car. Quickly stopping, they got out of their car and checked for a body and found nothing. But as they went to get back in the car, confused over what had just happened, they glanced back down the road to see a large snarling shadow in the shape of a dog. The creature became known as the Snarly Yow and has grown to legendary prominence in the region. It has even been seen by hikers on the Appalachian Trail. Of course, legends and folklore are one thing, yet actual recent sightings point to the paranormal regarding these large black dogs. Their description seems to suggest a supernatural being. Of course, the skeptical viewpoint says otherwise. Folktale or real sightings, there are possible explanations for the presence of these alleged unearthly black dogs. So, do these supernatural black dogs exist only in folklore, or do we have any physical evidence? Some people believe that there is evidence of the legend of Black Shuck being based on a natural dog. On May 15, 2014, about 500 years after Black Shuck terrorized those two towns we mentioned earlier, archaeologists dig ventures excavated the skeleton of a seven-foot-long dog at least an abbey. It was discovered only a few miles from the two churches Black Shuck is said to have attacked. 
the skeleton was found in a shallow grave. It is believed to have been dug around the same time as Shuck was said to be on the loose in the Suffolk and East Anglia region. Dig Ventures itself unequivocally denied claims that the dog was Black Shuck, instead saying that while the dog was large, it was still around the size of a normal Mastiff domesticated dog. It's theorized at the time it lived, it was possibly a 16th century Abbot's beloved hunting dog. Of course, that didn't stop newspapers from running articles asking if the remains were proof of Black Shuck's existence. And what about those supernatural scorch marks on the church doors, supposedly made by hellish paws? Well, skeptics argue the scorch marks on the church doors are probably just burns from candles instead. That would be the more likely explanation. Whatever the truth may be, the excavation certainly made for a good story. With tales of black dogs dating back centuries, folklorist Mark Norman says there are plenty of reasons people tell black dog stories. Some of the stories were probably created to keep children away from dangerous places. But many black dog stories can be attributed to smugglers who wanted to keep people away from their coastal smuggling routes. Smugglers often invented all kinds of scary stories to keep the curious away. Norman reported stories of smugglers painting the body of an unfortunate horse with luminous paint in order to convince townspeople that a particular road was haunted by a headless horse and coach. Some people have claimed black dogs might actually be leopards or pumas that are said to roam England. Remember our episode on United Kingdom big cats? Others think black dogs are a kind of hallucination caused by a dream state or, like our truckers, sleep deprivation. Norman allows that there may be some truth to those theories, but that he has also heard stories he simply cannot explain. I'm not a paranormal researcher, I'm a folklorist, so to me, what they're seeing isn't important or relevant, because what I'm interested in is what they're reporting, and how that fits into the other stories that people have reported over time, and how that shared consciousness or shared collective memory operates, says Norman. Of course, sometimes the answer is earthly, as Norman points out regarding the description of a questionable sighting. As the witness himself says, there's a fair chance on both occasions this may well have been just an ordinary dog. Mark Norman has been researching black dogs for 15 years, but he didn't develop a special affinity for black dog stories until he arrived at the University of Exeter. There he discovered the archives of respected English folklorist Theo Brown, including seven whole boxes of black dog lore. Norman was hooked. Not all the black dogs are bad, says Norman. There are ones that are attached to a family in some way. There are ones that are seen as protective. There are ones that are attached to particular locations. So road dogs are common. Dogs that follow a particular route, for example, in the countryside. Stories in British folklore of protective dogs share many similarities. In these stories, there is a worthwhile person such as an older adult, a child, or a woman traveling alone along a lonely forest road at night. Maybe they travel to care for or check in on a sick relative. As they approach the remotest part of their journey or sometimes at a crossroads, a black dog suddenly appears at their side. While the dog is large and intimidating, they somehow sense that it means no danger. The dog remains at their side until they leave the forest path and reach their destination. And on the person's return trip, the dog appears again at the same spot and escorts them safely home. 
One such tale states two bandits attacked and robbed a man at the crossroads. The men had been hiding in the shadows of the trees before launching their attack, and they were later caught and then questioned. They admitted they would have robbed and perhaps even murdered a lone traveler they had spotted earlier in the night. However, the bandits decided against assaulting him after becoming intimidated by the presence of a monstrous, huge black dog they believed belonged to the traveler. Dogs have been domesticated for thousands of years and many of their traits can be found in black dog legends. Dogs can be sociable. They can protect humans and guard property. But, encountered under the wrong circumstances, they can be violent and dangerous. After all, the wolf has not been completely bred out of the species. All this probably helps account for the unpredictability of black dogs in folklore. How many of us would become terrified, even today, if walking alone on a remote dark path, we were to see a large, black, unaccompanied dog loping toward us, or silhouetted, staring in our direction down the road? And it would seem the black dogs are still out there, maybe in more than just our imaginations. I still get reports, says Mark Norman. I've got pages of reports from various places since the year 2000. So sightings do continue, and if you find yourself on that dark path in the dead of night and see a large black dog ahead of you, well, just hope it's the friendly kind. And if it isn't, hmm, how fast can you run? Well, in our next episode, we look at the intimidating and mysterious Men in Black. The MIB are legendary in UFO lore. Reports of threatening behavior toward UFO eyewitnesses by strange men dressed in black suits goes back decades to the very start of UFO sightings. We'll take a hard look at who these shadowy figures are, and we'll provide the facts of actual encounters with them over the years. So join us as we take a look at the sinister men in black next time on the Paranormal Factor Podcast. And now it's time for the episode quiz. Quiz time, folks. Marie Laveau is known for being what? Is it A, a Wiccan high priestess, B, voodoo queen, C, paranormal author, or D, legendary ghost? Once again, Marie Laveau is known for being what? Is it Wiccan high priestess, voodoo queen, paranormal author, or legendary ghost? And the answer is B, Voodoo Queen. If you're on a ghost, voodoo, or historical tour of New Orleans, the chances are high you'll hear stories and legends of the city's beloved Queen of Voodoo, Marie Laveau. It's believed that Marie Laveau was born in the French Quarter of New Orleans. When she was born was not recorded, but is usually stated as either 1794 or 1801. There is much speculation on how Marie Laveau rose to become the voodoo queen of the city. There is the theory she trained under the guidance of the famous Dr. John Bayou, a well-known Senegalese conjurer. Others believe she was raised in a collaboration of Catholicism and voodoo by her grandmother and mother, both of whom would have been practitioners with Catholic faith. There could be elements of truth in both theories. Regardless of where she learned voodoo, 
she did not take long to dominate voodoo culture and society in the New Orleans area before becoming locally accepted as the queen of voodoo. As a queen for several decades, people sought her advice for marital affairs, domestic disputes, judicial issues, childbearing, finances, health, and good luck. Although a local newspaper once referred to her as the notorious hag who reigns over the ignorant and superstitious as the queen of the voodoos, she was also feared for her power with numerous stories of what happened to anyone who upset her. At the same time, she healed the sick and was regarded by many admirers as a living saint due to her humanitarian work. Even so, rich and poor alike sought the aid of her dark powers to control lovers, gain fame and fortune, become pregnant, and exact revenge on others. Laveau would in turn counsel her practitioners by supplying them with advice or with protective spiritual objects such as candles, powder, and an assortment of other items mixed together to create a grigri. Laveau made a good income by selling charms, magical powders guaranteed to cure ailments, grant desires, and confound or destroy one's enemies. She also told fortunes, gave advice on love, and prepared custom grigri amulets for anyone needing to effect a cure, charm, or hex. While she was well known for extraordinary powers of prophecies and divinations, did those come from some kind of mysterious voodoo magic? Actually, there may be a more reasonable explanation. Marie Laveau was also thought to use her dark voodoo powers to supernaturally extend her youth and longevity. But again, there may be a more rational explanation as well. If you'd like to learn what those are, and hear more about Marie Laveau and New Orleans voodoo, then check out Season 2, Episode 17, and give a listen. Right here on the Paranormal Factor Podcast. Well, that'll do it for this episode. A theme song is Knockers by Cinco, courtesy of Upbeat Music. Hey, before you leave, if you could, please do me just two favors. First of all, if you did enjoy the show, please leave a like on your favorite listening application. And secondly, if you liked what you heard, please spread the word. Love to have some new listeners out there to join you. I'm your host, Richard Wright. Keep your eyes open for the unusual folks, and thanks for stopping by. <laughs>